And so tonight, before we, uh, before we baptize, I just want to just kind of just set the stage. And, um, and I want to share a few thoughts about water baptism. And what's the big deal about water baptism? You know, for churches for many years, um, they've been baptizing, and it goes all the way back to Scripture. And what is the big deal about it? And uh, I, I just want to just talk a little bit about that. The big deal is that Christ commanded us to do it. That's that's first big deal. And how many of you believe if the Lord said we should do it, it is a big deal, right? It's important to know that, you know, the reason why we baptize people is not because, you know, it's it's man-made tradition that we just decided, let's do this. No, it's, it's God's idea. In fact, the Bible says in Matthew 28, 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. And baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Lord commanded the leaders of the church to baptize the followers of Christ, disciples of Christ. And the Lord never instructs us to do anything except that there's value in it and there's benefit in it. How many of you know the Lord wasn't on a power trip and just trying to tell us what to do? Amen? Come on, I need a better amen right there. In verse 20, he says, he promises his blessing and his support if we'll just follow what he tells us to do. And he says, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 15 and verse 22, to obey is better than sacrifice. You know, years ago, you know, people thought that to gain favor with God, they would put, you know, like, uh, like broken glass and they would kneel on it and they would, and they would, you know, just try to hurt themselves in the name of Christ, thinking that would, it would gain more favor. Well, the Lord is not interested in our sacrifice. He's interested in our obedience. He don't want our knees bleeding. He wants our heart beating for him. Amen. So every person that follows through with the, with the Lord's commands will get blessed. That's the bottom line. Water baptism is an expression and a demonstration of faith. Everybody you're going to see getting baptized, they're demonstrating their faith. In James 2.26, it says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Come on, anybody can say I'm a Christian. Anybody can say I can believe God. But come on, let's see some fruit that you follow in the Lord. Amen. Well, everybody that's getting baptized tonight, it is evident that they are serious about their walk with Christ. Amen. And my hat's off to them. Amen. We should cheer them on and encourage them. Amen. Come on, how many of you know we got enough naysayers, ungodly, false Christ out there? Then listen, the body of Christ needs to encourage each other more so today than ever. Amen. And so we're going to cheer them on tonight. Amen. You know, water baptism is also a picture of transformation taking place in our life. And it's a picture of death burial and resurrection. And you know, that was the pattern Jesus. Jesus was, was crucified. He died. He was buried. But praise the Lord, he came up out of the grave. He was resurrected. Amen. And so in Romans 6, Paul connects water baptism to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And he says in Romans 6, 4, Paul said, therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. 
For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. Now, Paul talks about baptism being a picture of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. And, you know, somebody said, you know, the baptistry or the baptism tank is a picture of a watery grave. And so when a believer comes into the tank and we immerse them in water, it's a picture of them dying to the old life, dying to their self-will, dying to their selfish ways, their desires, where they want to go, what they want to do. They're dying to all of that. Amen. They're getting buried in Christ, the watery grave, but they coming out of that water after the death and the burial, they coming up in the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Anybody has received Christ and have been transformed by the power of Jesus Christ, can I get a, a witness in here? Amen. You know, we were talking about, you know, about this time of year, they got all these these class reunions going on, you know, and uh, how many of you been to a class reunion? And, you know, it's, it's crazy because, you know, like my life, whenever I was saved and most of us pastors here on staff, we weren't raised on the pew. You know, we were we we had to get our we had to get our salvation in. Amen. But, you know, whenever I was going to school, I wasn't a Christian and, and nobody would have voted me pastor of the year. Amen. And so still, after all these years, I've been serving the Lord 30 something years. I've been on, you know, in full time ministry 25 years. And still, I see some of my classmates and they say, now, what are you doing now? Tell me what you're doing. I'm pastoring. And they look at me like a cow at a new gate. They just cannot believe it. But listen, non-believers, they can't believe the power of the rest. Resurrection. Amen. But listen, whenever you give your life to Christ, man, the spirit of God comes on the inside of you and the old has to fall away and behold, the kingdom of God has to be released in your life. And this is what baptism is a picture of the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Water baptism is also a public declaration of our allegiance to Christ. You know, baptism declares to the world, hey, I don't care what you think about it. I don't care whether you like it or not. As for me and my life, I'm going to serve the Lord. Amen. And listen, whenever somebody gets in the tank, they don't know who's here or who's watching or who's taking pictures or video or whatever, but they could care less because they made a decision. I am giving my allegiance to Jesus Christ and it don't matter what devil in hell cares about it. This is who I am. Amen. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 32, it says, Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on the earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on the earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. 
Listen, when somebody gets baptized, they're publicly acknowledging Christ here on the earth. Amen. And Jesus says, whenever you're willing to publicly acknowledge me here on the earth, I'm going to publicly, I'm going to acknowledge you before my father in heaven. Amen. And he says, I know Todd Menard. Father, I know Todd Menard. I know who he is. I know John. I know Sue. I know Stu. I know every one of you. Amen. And he acknowledges us. But listen, those of you that are getting baptized, heaven is witnessing tonight. You know, Sunday we talked about angels. There's a host of angels. There's angels all around. And tonight there's a heavenly host that is witnessing what's happening tonight. Amen? It's not a trivial thing. It's a very important thing. He will acknowledge you before the Father. Amen? Now what should everyone know about baptism? I'm just going to kind of wrap this up and then we're going to start baptizing. But baptism does wash away your sins. In other words, you know, you, know, you, you can't just get baptized and, and just come out of the water right with God. No, you should be right with God before you get into the baptistry, right? You know, if you're a sinner before you get baptized, you're just going to become a wet sinner, right? Because a baptistry can't wash away sin. Only the blood of Jesus can do that. And that's what the Bible says, 1 John 1, 7. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. It's his blood, only the blood of Jesus. What else we need to know about baptism is baptism does not guarantee you will go to heaven. It doesn't give you a a go to heaven free pass. Getting baptized doesn't give you a go to heaven free pass. And so we need to understand that. We try to make sure that everybody that gets baptized knows that. Because the enemy would like for us to think that there's there's another way. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me, not through baptism. Through me, Jesus Christ is the way. And Ephesians 2, 8 says, 18 says, or 8, 9 says, For by grace you've been saved through faith, and it's not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one would boast. So listen, baptism doesn't erase your sins. And baptism does not get, give you a get-to-go-to-heaven-free pass. If, if that was the case, Jesus wouldn't have needed to die on the cross. But Jesus died on the cross because only the shedding of blood washes away sin and gives you the right to become a child of God. However, baptism is a step of obedience. Amen? And so the real purpose of baptism, what is it? Well, baptism is a sign that you have genuinely received the message of the gospel. Listen, whenever I was on drugs, I didn't want to get baptized. I wasn't interested in spiritual things. But when I got saved, I was interested in, Lord, what do you want me to do? And so I've never met anybody that wasn't interested in serving God that wants to get baptized. But, you know, baptism is a sign that you've genuinely received the message of the gospel. Acts 2.36, Peter said, So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words pierced their hearts and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? And Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins 
turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to show that you have received forgiveness for your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So he said, this is a sign that you're truly receiving this gospel. He said, you've got to repent, turn to God, and be baptized. So John said that baptism is a true sign that you've truly repented and turned to God. And then finally, getting baptized is something every Christian should do after they become a, a believer. Everyone should, be get, should get baptized. Why? Because that's what the Bible says. The Bible told, the, Jesus told the disciples, the church leaders, as you preach the gospel and people receive the gospel and they become disciples, have them get baptized. Why? You see, for today, in our day and age, it's not that big of a deal when people get baptized. But in biblical times, whenever you publicly, and, and by the way, it was all outdoors in the rivers and that's the way it was done. Whenever you got baptized out, out in biblical times, it could mean you get excommunicated from your family lineage. You lose your inheritance. They would crucify you. They would kill you. They would persecute you. It was a big deal when somebody gets baptized. And it still is a big deal. Whenever you decide that you want to get water baptized, what you're saying is I'm turning my heart to Jesus. I'm giving my allegiance to Jesus. I'm turning my back on the world and the way of the world. And I'm going to live my life for Jesus Christ. Amen. In Acts 2, in verse 38, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Every one of you. So the question is, have you been baptized since you became a believer? If you haven't, that is the next step for you. And all these folks that you see out here with blue shirts, they've taken their next step. They're taking the next step in the journey. Say, well, you know, I want to do something great for God. Well, you do what he tells you to do first. And then he'll show you what next to do. Amen. And so listen, it's not the big old sacrifices that he's looking for. He's looking for the little steps of obedience. And so we should never underestimate the power of a small step of obedience to Jesus Christ. Amen. And so today it's a big deal. It's a special night because these folks right here are going to take that step and get baptized. Amen? Y'all ready to cheer them on? Y'all ready to cheer them? Come on. We're going to cheer them on. Amen? Well, listen, as they get ready, I want you to do me a favor. And let's just pray together. And we're just going to ask the Lord to just place his hand of anointing and it places presence right here at this altar and, and in these waters that represent the watery grave. Would you just agree with me? Father, we come together as the body. Lord, we are the church family. We are the brothers and sisters of Christ, in Christ. Lord, we're a family here tonight. And Lord, we're just witnessing, Lord, our, our brothers and sisters and our family taking a next step in their spiritual journey. And Lord, we are believing that tonight as they take this step, that God, you're going to honor their step and you're going to bless that step and that you're going to cause, Lord, your grace and your mercy to be upon them in a special way. Lord, we pray that you would release your anointing, release your power, release your grace, release your spirit. Father, we pray tonight that you would just, Lord, just move in their lives in an extraordinary way. Lord, we pray in faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen.